Live from the Talking Joe studios, it's Talking Joe with Chief and Chris. Hey, 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 it's me, the Chief, joined by my buddy, Diagnostic 80, a.k.a. Christopher, actually no, it's the other way around, it's Christopher McLeod, a.k.a. Diagnostic 80. We're about three seconds in, you're getting it wrong already. That wasn't my, that wasn't my birth name, I I think that wouldn't, probably wouldn't have worked with it in life, but uh, yeah, uh, Wait a minute, we picked up a straggler off the street, Uh, it's none other than Ben! It's Ben, I'm back, I've been welcomed back into the loving arms of Talking Joe. Ben, streets back, (laughs) alright! Well, you you say that, but there is actually a song. Guess who just got back today? That boy Ben who has been away. He hasn't changed that much to say, but man I still think that cat's crazy. They were asking if he was around How he was, where he could be found While Chief and Chris were doing a slam dance downtown As Talking Joe just keeps on rolling Now the boys are back in town The boys, the boys The boys are back in town The boys are back, the boys are back The boys are back in town The boys are back Guitar solo. Hey, Chief, you're still doing that. It's it's like the blend of so many different genres when you sing. <laughs> He's a massive blender. I wouldn't call it singing, but yes, yeah. I feel like you're always about to break into a rap. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, at any second, you could do a really bad rap. Yeah. Good lord. It's and good obviously, to be in, back, in, ra- guys. In, ra- in rap talk, really bad is really good. So yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what, have you up, what, have you been, what have you been up to? What haven't I been up to, Chief? Ah, oh, I feel bad that I left talking, Joe, but it feels really good to um, to come back in. <laughs> I was going to say, to, <laughs> but it feels really good to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I left because I had a very busy summer, and uh, I think I was getting stressed out with Chief's rigid routine. And I was like, if I can't commit to this man, what, I'm gonna once have a week? To, I'm going to have to leave this man. So I just thought... No, you went off travelling, didn't you? Yeah, not travelling. It was kind of a working slash life experience. Yeah, travelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working yeah, went, slash, I thought you were just going to say. Went to, went to Cape Town, did wow. safari, and then went to LA and then ended up in Miami. Really awesome. Really cool. Nice. But how, how's the landscape of Talking Joe been? Exceptional. Has it? Yes. Yeah. I do keep I, I do keep tabs, but the thing is, I fell out of reading it, so I was like, I can't listen to you guys. I, I want to actually do it properly and you know right. read along. But um, okay, yeah. yeah. So you got catching up to do. Um, no, it's uh, it's going well, I think. Uh, diagnostic, and, pleased? Yeah. No, I am. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's a it's a gr- it's a great show. Having fun. I'm really glad you contacted me, Chief, to say, can you do all the work, you piece of. Sh- so. That was incredible. You just came swooping in, and it was—you didn't even miss a, a beat. No, I don't think we missed a week, actually. No, it was—it uh, was good. So because I listened to your Action Force special. Ah, when yeah. When did you guys do that? Early God, summer. Easter. Yeah, and I was like, crikey, this guy's talented. <laughs> Maybe you should just do it with him. And I turned up. <laughs> oh, you were. T- oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> Thank you. No, that was yeah. fun. That was a fun show, doing just like that little like, that little special. Because like, we kind of had talked about that beforehand, uh, hadn't we, Chief? Just to do like a little special. And then yeah. 
Um, I think it was it was it shortly after that that was it Ben that you kind of that you had to leave. I think that rattled me. <laughs> <laughs> I forced you I, out. It was I a hostile found, takeover. Um, I found that so fascinating. Was it a two-parter? It was, wasn't it? It was two-parter. Was the Action Force one. Big video, I think. I don't think it was a two-parter. Maybe, really... maybe I listened to it in two no, stints. I, I think we released to. the audio as a two-parter. Oh, but the, of course. The, the yes. YouTube was a because yeah, TriCast is a pile of yeah yeah but action force is so unique i actually um learned quite a lot listening to that oh good i yeah, don't well, know i don't know if people feel like they learn anything listening to the talking joes that i did <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah everything's a learning curve i mean we've got some more action force goodies coming up not on this episode have you what yeah yeah but uh, action force monthly which in the u.s was european oh yeah no yeah got it got it yeah so we'll be doing that i've actually borrowed a custom bind from Mark Seddon, one of our one of our faithful three followers. I'm wondering, Chief, if we should do that as a normal series of episodes, or if you want to do it in one go. Because I don't know, I just, it's up to you, really. But um, I know we've got like we've already said to everyone that we're doing a Christmas how, special. How many? How many issues is <laughs> it? Just Chief singing. <laughs> <laughs> 15 so that's uh, if we okay. do maybe like 16 theme tunes you should be all right yeah that's, that's, a, that's a theme tune for each issue <laughs> well i was looking through the issue we're covering this week 155 and i'm not sure we can cram in all the musical segments this week oh for goodness sake no, i, I was hoping can't. i was hoping we could um well, there goes I'll, half your I'll just subscribers put, i'll just i'll just put throw them in randomly just at, like for no reason just all yeah, of a sudden yeah, the fashion it. jingle just goes off yeah. Yeah. yeah, Chief, you're so theatrical. You, you've gone completely into the wrong career path. Do you know that? You were born for the stage. He was, definitely. <laughs> what kind of stage? Well, the singing stage. One yeah, of those stages yeah. that has a noose on it. That yeah, they ha- yeah. yeah, or the sort of With corner a of a shopping mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either or. Um, Chris, what have you been up to this week, my friend? Thanksgiving. Nothing. Oh, yeah, it's been... Yeah. Giving or um yeah we we kind of combine because my birthday is the twenty seventh of November so thanks uh Kate oh, I didn't birthday, know that Actually, yeah. I didn't know that happy birthday Kate, thank you very wow. much wow Kate's birthday is the 29th today and Thanksgiving was smack bang in the middle so we we basically had this kind of big three day bender effectively so yeah it's just been you know kind of prezies and thanksgiving food kate made an amazing meal the other day for everyone and i'm I just I, i'm still reeling from it i had to have like thirds now was uh, that turkey based no it was um because we're it's vegan we're dairy free and meat free so okay. uh because of uh, allergies and, and so on and so forth not, because- not myself but because of, mainly for, for kate and uh, she makes this amazing vegan meal. It's just incredible. Oh, man. I'm so close to going vegan after watching that Netflix doc. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. Wait a minute. Which I'm one's so that? Because close. my missus my missus told me. Game Changers, Chief. Which one? Game Changers. Okay, Chris my... is a game changer. He's changed the game. Oh, yeah, my yeah. missus has got me watching that tonight, I think, in the hope of turning me. Three years vegan-ish. Do you know what, Chief? It's not about putting a label on it and turning. It just... You don't, you know, you just got to start somewhere. You don't have to go all in. Just cut out meat, 
buying it and just have it at a restaurant for a no, treat. No, but I'm, not, I, I'm pescatarian anyway, but my missus has gone hardcore plast- anti-plastic, so no she single She stopped use. eating plastic. That's she really good of her. plastic. Mm, really no single-use plastics allowed in the house, so <laughs> no toothpaste, no... You know, shampoo or shower gel in bottles. No Haribo. Oh, no no Haribo. Stinks. She gave the kid a bath yesterday in porridge. She gave her a porridge bath. Oats. Yeah, oat, an oat porridge you bath. You actually shouldn't do that, Chief. One uh, A wild party back when I was 18 for a prank. We filled yeah. up this bath full of oats. Yeah. Nice. And then hit the taps. Yeah. And porridge started coming out of the downstairs taps oh, wow. oh, my and goodness. we just clogged the whole system why are you bathing your kid in oats no that's the missus she's like you know i don't know that's the thing and uh all the teflon cooking pans they got kicked out because teflon so is that are you, you doing toothpaste without um oh the plasticky tabs. bits yeah what do you call it in it there's all plastic tooth- fluoride stuff that actually cleans your teeth fluoride yeah uh no we've got toothy tabs they look like little smints and uh they apparently got fluoride in them they're, right. they're horrible, but anyway. Um, oh, crikey, yeah. it's it's very it's a difficult time out there, isn't it? There's so yeah. many things to get into. Yeah, um, and feel quick, guilty actually, about. Quick shout out! I did do a. This episode actually won't go out till a week after Thanksgiving. I was, as always, we're in that DeLorean time machine, which is bum, our bum, past, your bum, future, bum. someone's present. Um, so this will be one week later. But I did tweet yesterday, which will be eight days ago. When you listen to this, um, God, a, a, confused, a, a oh, bet God. I had on the NFL Thanksgiving games. And uh, that came in. I had a five pounds on uh, Alan Robinson to score a touchdown in the first game, under forty-seven points in the second game, and New Orleans to win by more than six in the third game. That came in, got me fifty quid. So nice. Oh, well done, Chief. Congratulations. Sports related. Um, my football team just sacked oh, yeah. their manager literally minutes ago. Oh, you're that. an Arsenal fan. Emery is gone, and it's um, it's a great day. It's very good. <laughs> Who do okay. you reckon you'll get next? Um. Venga? <laughs> Could you imagine? No, do you know what? I want the um it's the the chap from Wolves, the Portuguese chap. Oh, uh, yes. Um, he's really Santos. cool. He he's... seems really cool and sort of forward thinking and um yeah. We shall see. I don't know. Yeah. I've um, checked out. Um the only <laughs> thing I've really been up to this week is not much. You wouldn't know it because as soon as the record button hits for Talking Joe, Chief cranks it up to 11, but I'm actually really ill. i actually taken the day off work today. Uh, I had a temperature of 39 degrees, jaw ache, neck ache, back ache, came down with something last night. and um, Jaw ache? Yeah, yeah. It was just, That's uh, AIDS, mate, I think. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Even now, I'm like, my fingers are tight. You know, your fingers, you, know, you get that? When you, I can't what? relate to it. Of symptoms, symptoms of these. <laughs> well, hang on, I'm going on. I'm going online and I'm finding whatever. Uh, I've got a tight jaw and your yeah. fingers hurt. Your it's fingers one of the hepatitises I think yeah. you've got. Maybe. Anyway, anyway, you've been, you've what I'm climbing. saying is, what I'm saying is, I had a heat pack. Got a really um, tight hole. One of those, <laughs> one of those heat packs that are kind of like got gel inside it, and you yeah, have I to. I love those. You snap. Well, it's one of these ones. Snap the disc. It's got a disc. You snap. So awesome. And all the liquid goes. Uh, solid heat, and then you have to boil it in a pan to, to turn reset. it back to... Yeah, exactly. So I found it in the cupboard. It was in a solid state, so I needed to boil it down. So put the pan on. Now, of course, <laughs> the Teflon pan, which this would have fit in, is now at the charity shop. Uh, so I've now got a stainless steel pan, which is not quite big enough. So I filled it with water, put this thing in. It's not really all the way in. I've gone into mm-hmm. the limb room. I thought I'll play a little bit of retro gaming. Um, oh, hang on. Oh yeah! I'm retro gaming. That's what I'm playing. 
So don't be shaming, cause then you'll be failing. Nintendo Power, not in the shower. Sega for the ages, Ghouls and Ghost Rages. Atari Jaguar, how did it get that far? Sony Playstations, gave me sensations. And now I have to go and do some retro gaming. I said retro gaming. And I'm out. Retro okay, gaming. carry on. That's what I'm saying. Play that jingle. Um, so I'll come on to the retro gaming in a second. I'll finish this story first. It's still playing. So. Okay, okay. Um, you've not heard it, Ben. It's a good jingle. And okay. then the fire alarm goes off. So I'm like, Bloody what the hell? Why is there, where's hell? the fire coming from? I'm not cooking anything. Got you've into, got a fire alarm in your house. Got smoke alarm, sorry. Smoke alarm. Oh, okay. Fire alarm. <laughs> smoke alarm goes off. I'm not, I'm not cooking anything. What's going on? Gone into the kitchen and the... I've left it for about 20 minutes and this thing has boiled dry and ah. now the plastic has split open and all the liquid, whatever that stuff is, Ooze. inside has come out and there's just a cloud of toxic gas swirling around the kitchen. Bloody hell. And, yeah, you not good. I immediately element. got a headache. Is this inside Chief's mind, by the way? No, not. This is not inside Chief's mind yet. But um, oh, That's a shame. So now I ruined the pan. That would have been two birds, one stone right there. It's a a brand new pan that the missus bought like two weeks ago. So now I've got to buy a new pan. So I'm looking for Black Friday deals on pans. And I got even more ill. And yeah, that's that's that. So that's what I've been up to. Em always shouts at me because I leave the pan on with boiling eggs. And um, the eggs just explode. And I have to scrape them off the ceiling. Yeah, well, I've done that in work twice where I poach (laughs) eggs in a mug. They make such a cool noise. I poach eggs. I poach eggs in a mug at work in the microwave and I've exploded them twice all over the microwave. But anyway... Poaching um, eggs in a mug in a microwave. So anyway, back to retro gaming. Back to retro gaming. I'm talking Sega Mega Drive. I'm talking Comic comic Zone. As in C-O-M-I-X. Yeah. I'm playing playing this on the Mega Drive Mini. Nice. Uh, so full pad, yeah? That's a proper pad. It's a proper... uh, It is a proper pad, yeah. The D-pad is a little bit stiff. USB pad. That's good because the proper ones are loosey goosey. Yeah. Um, this game is really hard now. Of course it is. It's I a retro thought, game. but there's not even any continue options on it. It's basically once you die, that's it. Start at the beginning, and a lot of these games. That's come, the essence of retro you know, gaming. Yeah, but a lot of them come with you can set your continues to be infinite or change the difficulty setting. This game has no continues, and you cannot change the difficulty setting. So, um, yeah, I'm harder than Ghouls and Ghosts. I managed to get to episode two uh, after about 45 minutes of gaming that was interrupted by the smoke alarm going off. It took me four hours to get to the end of the first level of Contra, and I still haven't completed it, so. (laughs) So, I'm going to be going back to uh, that tomorrow. Uh, Have either of you two done any retro gaming in this past week? Uh, Yeah, at the moment, I'm currently doing a replay of Goldeneye. Oh. Um, On what level set? Dude, come on, double O, double O seven. I'm at. Is it? I'm at the one where it's so annoying. You have to protect Natalia at the yeah, end yeah. when she's uploading all the stuff. Yes. Um, oh, it's really frustrating. Do you know what? I got stuck on train. Oh, everyone so gets long, stuck on train. And I actually had to Google it because I was like, "How did we do it?" When we were younger, and I found out that um, yeah, you have to shoot the general, and that gives you a bit more time to get your watch laser out and get out now then the only question I really need answering is does it hold up is it worth me playing well Goldeneye yeah yeah out of all yeah it holds up massively it's so awesome 
I, I can't stop playing it. Right. It's amazing. And the, and Phoenix is playing it. It's, it's so got, good. It's I think Wadu is one of the longest loved games, hasn't it? Like it's one of those games that yeah. just everybody seems to absolutely have so much nostalgia for, but at the same time it's still like playability wise it's just in, it, like an incredible game that has lasted so long. I think it's down to it's the level design and the kind of the, the missions and the objectives that mm. they give you. I don't know, the levels are just so incredible and then I yeah. started YouTubing it and this whole speed run thing that all these YouTubers are into. Have you seen this with these retro games? Just and trying to get through it ASAP. Yeah, yeah. Right. It is unbelievable. But I think a lot of them are doing it on emulators because yeah. it's very obvious when someone's playing on an N64, you can just tell. Because yeah. um, they're dying every few seconds. <laughs> well, yeah, the emulators, everything. I mean, it does look like Goldeneye, but it has... It's so sort of responsive. I don't know. It just feels different. Yeah. I don't know. How, where do you stand on emulators? Well, obviously, I've got the SNES Mini and the Mega Drive Mini, which technically if you've are got emulators. The, yeah, yeah, but, but you've, you've, you've got, got the pad. Yeah, I'm going to say you've got the control pad. Then it kind of it, it's yeah, it's simulating it in almost perfect conditions, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, how does that look on your TV, Chief? What does that do? Is it still in sort of four three with some jazzy you, designs on the on yeah, the wings? Yeah, you can play it four three. Um, it is. Ever so slightly, ever so slightly pixelated, like as in yeah. it looks a little bit too blocky as oh, to when God. I play my Mega Drive up in the loft now on my old school TV, <laughs> which looks perfect. Um, on the downstairs TV, it just looks ever so slightly not <laughs> on know. an 80 inch, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, 8 4K. No, it's only like you know a what? I am doing, um, I actually am doing so much retro gaming at the moment i've also uh, on the N- nintendo switch they released a snes patch emulator kind of thing totally free so i've been playing a lot of pilot wings Do you oh, i love oh, yeah, we love talked it. about pilot wings so sort ago. of yeah. um geeky and boring but really relaxing but isn't it's it like weird that at the end of it when you kind of complete military. all your missions you, you go on a desert strike type yes. jungle strike thing don't you it's you nuts do. so weird. honestly that took me but when i was a kid and i was playing that game i loved pilot wings like it was i yeah. just enjoyed doing like the the free fall through the rings and like the, the, like bonus all, games. All the yeah just all that shit. i just loved it and then all of a sudden at the end that pops up and i'm like um what have I got a different yeah. game in here? What's going on? And it's like, you're now trained enough to go on some sort of heavy military mission. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not ready yeah. for this. Yeah. Now, on the on the, the Switch, you can basically do this thing, Chief, where you can effectively just rewind. So yes. yep. I'm, I'm playing games, but very fast. I'm just sort of, you know, I did Mario World, Super Mario World. So what, when you die, you rewind? But I'm not. Yeah, I'm not operating within the realms of the original game. Right. I literally just hit the buttons and just as soon as I die, I just go back. But it still makes, you know, it's really I cool going back into I think you can do that on the SNES Mini, games. actually. You probably can, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it's about time we need to have a beverage for the show. Beverage for the show. Beverage for the show. Now I am gonna go. Right, okay. What have you got then? Who's going first? Well, I've got one. I've got um, Strathmore Water, Scotland. It's an ethical brand. It's a glass bottle. It's very uh, left-wing, and I'm really enjoying it. (laughs) Okay. Sparkling still? I feel like you have to be over 40 to have water with gas. Okay. 
Do you or not? Yeah, I don't know. I, I it sounds am, like something my mum orders when I take her out to, to a restaurant. I am over I, 40 and I do drink sparkling water. There you oh, go. There you go. There you go. Explained. There you go. Explained. Yeah. Chris, have you crossed the line yet? Or I'm 39 as of, of yesterday, the day before yesterday. So, oh, uh, bravo. That's I've still, still got one more year before I get into the gassy stuff. Before you go beyond the veil. I'm going to keep my gas in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> and out of your... What have you got to drink, though? I have a very interesting thing. So, a big shout out. We had the, obviously had the family round for Thanksgiving. A big shout out to my brother-in-law Drew, who gave me, or, like listens to the show and enjoys all of the segments that we do, uh, Chief, and doesn't really know what we're talking about when it comes to the comic side. But he Skip. is is loving it, and he wanted so bad to get a shout out on the show that he got me a really random drink to have for the beverages now this is a this is really interesting because it's one of those ones that you've got like a twist cap that releases um some sort of stuff into the the actual drink below you then have to shake it and then drink it so this is a twist shake matcha now 100 pure the king of green tea healthy focused energy ceremonial grade matcha uh and it says buddha teas which is interesting usda organic uh, yada 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 12 fluid ounces 355 milliliters now it's got a green weird top thing that i have to twist so here we'll try that first oh wow that's cool so as i twist it it's just released this green into the like see-through liquid underneath now i've got to shake it sounds like i'm having a but whatever <laughs> i'll give it a good old shake go on son and finished and then it says remove white cap enjoy fresh matcha now here we go this could taste like buttholes it could be lovely let's have a let's have a pop here we go just like just just like tea with no sugar in it basically (laughs) chris can i shock you i think um my wife's company worked on that drink that's amazing. It's really? beautiful. It's I the best drink ever. It. I think I even filmed some um, people doing Vox Pops on it. That's amazing. And, and, the, and, the, and the company coming up with the system of the mm. of the, the pouring. I remember doing that. That's remarkable. That wild. It's That's actually remarkable. gone to market. It's gone as to if, market. As if the one drink I get to do <laughs> for this particular show, you're on it. That's insane. Wow. God. Well, I it's remember not, testing it's nice. it at a table full of people shaking drinks, doing different things. That's amazing. <laughs> That's mad. Chief, what have you got? Um, I've got a... I'm also going to be shaking something, uh, but that comes in a second. Funnily enough, that, that works, what you just I'm said. Pouring, I'm pouring two things into my glass. The first is a Coco Canoe original Jamaica rum with coconut flavour. Coco uh, Canoe, uh, yeah. did you say? Uh, K-O-K-O-K-N... And K, K, whoo, Wait, is this, is this rum? again? Yeah, K O K O. How much have you had already? And you. It's two thirty. That's uh, fantastic. Two thirty UK time. Uh, this is a product of Jamaica. Thirty-seven point five percent. Let's pour some of that in the glass. There. Chief is I getting think it's like faced. A, I think it's Can like you just a free pour, Chief. Or do like, you have a little? No, 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 free pour. I think it's like a posh person's Malibu. And then oh, nice. I'm also going to mix into it here a pineapple, coconut, and lime. Uh, and ruin it smoothie <laughs> <laughs> oh what oh god no? go for it right, I mean, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what then I'll sip it I'll sip it just straight first of all just have it neat I would just to taste it chug 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 <laughs> yeah <clears throat> I'm going to pour that pineapple in do a butt chug pour it up your bum 
It gets into your system quicker. It hits apparently. you faster, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> right. pour the pineapple in the summertime. I think anything hits you fast. If you fast stick around there, your... yeah, totally. <clears throat> I'm giving it a seven out of ten. This cucumber's going to get <laughs> going to hit my system quick as yeah. I jam um, it up my bum. Right. Fortunately, we've all got drinks. Fortunately, I've got an alcoholic drink because we do have to go inside cheap's mind. <laughs> Sometimes. People, no. Sometimes... It's always people. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes on Chief's World, we like to keep it real. Hang on, is, that, is this a new podcast? Chief's Wait, World. Not, sometimes <laughs> on Inside... <laughs> we were talking uh, prior, prior to recording, we were just uh, talking, the three of us, about Chief's World, which is a... Cancelled TV a, show. A cancelled TV show that I made the pilot of about 25 years oh ago. Oh my God, that thing is brilliant. Um, have you, so, I was going to say, Chris, have you seen it? I have. He, he sent it to me randomly one day. And Don't I was you just think like, he was... I sent it, he was I sent caught it. out of time, Chief. You, you sort of you came too soon. He definitely came too you know? soon. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to put a link out there on the Twitter sphere to All Chief's over my World. back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, in, in, on Inside Chief's Mind, we like to keep it real sometimes, and I'm keeping it real this time today. So this is not really... I guess real. it is something that's been bugging me, uh, and it's more of a concern slash, um, you know, fear, possibly. So my kid came home. My kid is four. Just started school in September this year, so she's... Oh, the, awesome. She's the youngest in the, in the year, because she's end of August birthday, and... She came home from school on Friday with um, it was like Black a eye. dress down day. No, she had felt tip on a on her on a shoe. Right. As, I was like, as oh, you she's, do. she's a yeah. rule follower, so she's not breaking rules. She's a rule follower. And I said, um, "Why well, have you got mm. felt tip on your on your pen?" And she says, "She said, um, oh, uh, Pixie told me I had to colour my shoe in if I wanted to sit next to her." Wow. Mm. And I was like, "All right, Pixie okay. sounds like a douche." Uh, yeah. I was like, okay. And um, in more ways than one. I said, uh, "What did you do? What did you do at school? Did you go on the whiteboard?" And she said, "Oh yeah, Pixie said I could only go on the whiteboard if I coloured my shoe in again." Okay, is Pixie running the show here? What's going on? Okay, so I was like, "Okay, all right, fine." I was like, um, "You know, you shouldn't be drawing on your trainers, no matter what anyone's telling you." So then <laughs> on Monday, um, she comes home, and she's got felt tip pin on her face. So I said, uh, "Why have you got felt tip pen on your face?" And she said, "Oh, Pixie drew on my face." I wow! Said, uh, I said, is Pixie real? I said, "Did you want her to?" And sh- she said, "No." I said, "Well, next time she tries, you just tell her I don't like that. Don't draw on my face." Mm. I was like, "Okay." So I went into on Tuesday. I went in to see the teacher, and I said, "Look, I'm not using the word bullying, but it looks like this little <laughs> Pixie's bullying my kid." <laughs> but I'm not going to uh, use this word yeah. bullying. And then she said, "There is no <laughs> out of this kid. There is so, no Pixie in this school, sir." Um, dun dun dun. <laughs> and she said, um, "All right, don't worry. We'll keep an eye on it." Um, I was like, "Okay, fine." It's Bruce uh, Willis, then, isn't it? It's Bruce Willis. On on this was last week. Then I got a text message uh, from the missus on the Thursday saying um, I'm going to pick up Evelyn. Um, Pixie's just headbutted her. Oh, oh, Pixie just jacked it up a notch. Goodness, yeah. there's nothing yeah. in between. Well, no, there was something in between. Earlier that morning, she had told Evelyn she didn't want to be her friend anymore, uh, which Evelyn went crying off to the teacher about. And then um, at lunchtime, at lunchtime in the queue for lunch, uh, yeah, she assaulted her. So four-year-old in hell. Why are you sending this kid to school, Chief? So the teacher said, "I'm going to call. (laughs) I'm going to call the parents um, of the kid because her nan always picks her up." I'm going to call. Oh, she's a nan kid. And. it could have gone strange to, ways. It can I'm go one to think of two of British prisons. Sorry, it can go on. one of two ways. I guess uh, when you speak to the parents, they could either say, "Well, this kid must have promoted my kid to react like that," or yeah. I guess it goes the other way. And it went the other way. They were like, 
profusely apologising apparently to the teacher um, and saying, oh, we're so sorry. Um, please, you know, tell the parents and the kid that, you know, this shouldn't happen, blah, blah, blah. But Pixie can be like that, is what they said. What? Oh, f- no, I hate that. Pixie um, can be like that. This mm. is this is the... What? A bit yeah. headbutty. Yeah. And this is, I think, <laughs> I think her mum, I see a few mums on the oh, way to you're school. You're going to judge. You're going to judge. Yeah, of course Do I'm going to judge. They stand, Do it. They stand outside, three of them. They stand out outside the school gate. Smoking. Smoking. Roll-ups. Um, and one, <laughs> of the mums, one of the mums is on a mobility scooter with a daughter in the back with a, du- with a dummy while there this woman go. in the mobility scooter is chain-smoking. All the smoke's going back into a kid's face. There you go. There you go. That's the, that's pretty much... You, you, you don't have to judge it. I mean, you can just tell right there that that is just a, a you know the circle of life right there, isn't it, yeah. pretty much? Yeah. <laughs> mobility scooter? Yeah. So anyway, that's... Uh, what Just just quickly, is, is what is that a size issue? <laughs> um... She's a largish woman, yeah, I guess. Okay, jeez. I think it's pronounced fat. Oh, okay. Chris is coming in hot. I am coming. I'm angry. Like, this whole story is making me want to, like, shake a number of human beings. The worst thing of all is my kid still wants to be friends with this pixie girl. And I think it's because. She doesn't really play with anyone else, and she's worried Aww. that if she doesn't have this friendship with this person who is obviously a psychopath, her, yeah, then she's not going to play with anyone else. So it's tough when you um, send them to school because you can't. Yeah, you know, they've got to make decisions and choices, and oh. Oh, it gets yeah. complex. On the other, see, on the flip I, side, on the I never felt side. like that as a kid, but like when I when I think about like if I had to send a child to school, I just couldn't do it. It'd be like impossible for me to do. Yeah. I think nursery sort of sets you up for that. Nursery was a lot harder, and then school, I just thought, oh. On the well, flip side, like she fun. is excelling academically. Brilliant. Yeah, so she I feel is, like she she's going to be a clever one. She is. She's Academia. already writing um, and reading already. Is she doing all your raps? Is, there's, there's some, there's, yeah, she wrote all my raps. <laughs> there's some kids in the class that they're teaching how to hold a pen still. Bloody um, hell. I bet Pixie's in that crew, isn't yeah, she? yeah. So. How to hold a shiv, although they call it for her. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, uh, we're about 30 minutes in, and I forgot the main That's reason great. we're here is we're talking about G.I. Joe comics. So it's time for Comic Talk. Comic Talk, oh, Comic Talk. Larry Hammer rides them cheap and Chris discuss them, whoa. Comic Talk, oh, Comic Talk. Larry Hama rides them Chief and Chris discuss them Whoa Comic talk Comic uh, talk Do you right. put in jingles there? Yeah Yes No I just nice. We just do that Yeah There's about <laughs> six <laughs> There's about six jingles man oh, I can't wait to listen to this This is great yeah. Oh yes Awesome What? Sorry Just on the sidelines Do you know what I've been getting into? I've been getting into sort of like Day trading Chief What's that? Like stocks um, oh, I feel I'm Bud Fox, <laughs> or am I Gordon Gecko? I don't know. And successful, Sorry. obviously. I'm just, and I've got another it. screen up with a chart up. And oh. uh, how's your stocks doing at this moment? Buy. Really good. Something Buy, just sell. Abs- absolutely crashed, and I, I've bought in whilst it's nice and low, Chief. Was it Matcha it Now, the King of Green Tea, healthy focused <laughs> energy drink? It's actually it's an Egyptian gold mine. Blimey. <laughs> Called Centamin. Okay, I'm, I'm, am I the only one thinking road trip here? Am I the only one <laughs> thinking Talking Joe road trip to this gold mine to, you oh know, to, to basically cement your investment? <laughs> 
I'm really getting into it, I have to say. Yeah. But um, anyway, right, G.I. Uh, Joe. This is issue 155, Real American Hero, the final issue. Uh, this came out December 1994. So it was a good run overall. Let's have a look at the cover. And this is a whole selection of Joes with Stalker and Hawk kind of folding up the flag. Stalker brought back from the dead, isn't there? The quick kick's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Breaker. He's not, Zombie. He's, he's not oh, alive, yeah. technically. Yeah, I forgot about that. And it says, this is it, the final issue. Cover's okay, I guess. Well, it's okay for what it, it's doing, isn't yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. We, Chief, were you getting this issue um, in real time in 94? Or yeah, did you I think, read it after the fact? I think I started collecting monthly in real time at around 110, 115, something like that. Where okay. were you buying them from, incidentally? Uh, I was Floppy at, Tongue at the time. I was buying them from yeah, Floppy Tongue in Salisbury. Salisbury, yeah, was the local comic shop for me. Or Wonderworld in uh, Bournemouth? No, uh, Boscombe. Yeah, yeah, Wonderworld, and then I ordered. So did all they the just have issues. it? Did, were they just getting them in then generally, yeah. and rather you didn't have to order them in? No, yourself. no. See, we were in Norwich or Norfolk area. <laughs> See, I was in Norwich. We we would have to like you know like you know the order forms you'd get like the kind of yeah, yeah. like. All Diamond, of the comics yeah. that were out that yeah, we would have to go through there and, and choose them and then send off for them. Like, there's about three of us that would do that. There was one comic store in Norwich at the time, and now there's like I think there's only one there now. But um, yeah, at the time, like I didn't we didn't know it existed, and we went there one day and we were like minds blown, all these comics everywhere. But GI Joe just wasn't available for us, so yeah. I think so they're probably it's, it's the type of title. Like, X Men, they're going to order in ten, fifteen, twenty copies. Yeah, um, they're going to have regular subscribers who are going to, on the standing orders, are going to get some issues. But for GI Joe, I imagine they probably only ordered one, one or two copies. Totally, yeah, yeah probably. Unless you specifically, you know, for for the shelf, I mean, uh, unless you specifically ordered it to go into your totally, monthly, <coughs> yeah, your um, pull list, your pull list. Yeah. So um, this is it. Then this is the final, the final issue. Um, the final it's sad, issue. isn't it? This this the the basic synopsis of this one is we remember. Wade Collins, who was a member of the um, Long Range Recon Patrol with uh, Snake Eyes and Stalker et al. Um, And And Ramon. Yeah, Ramon, etc. And his kid is now, Sean, is now thinking about, he's now 17, he's thinking about signing up. He's well up for it, isn't he? The armed forces. And what he does is he writes a letter to Snake Eyes and Snake Eyes replies because his dad says, you know, you know, he says to him, "What, Dad? Why don't you ever tell me about you know the war and all that sort of stuff?" He goes, "Oh, best left unsaid. If you want to hear it from a true, true soldier's mouth, go and go and see Snake Eyes or send a letter to Snake Eyes." And then we get. I found it hard to read his writing. We get Chief. Snake Eyes' response. Well, yes. on my, on my, um, <laughs> I was my, really glad that Snake Eyes typed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so we we get that kind of uh, response from Snake Eyes, and while that's happening, we get the closing down of the pit. But one of the things I do have written on my uh, pad is font question mark. So. Mm. The, the the font used for Sean's letter is does make it hard to read. I thought, yeah, big time. And yeah. it's but you feel really accomplished when you finally get through one of those little blocks, though. It's like yes, it's and, like oh honor. Oh, and I the see. Other, the other plus side of it, I thought. The other plus side was it slowed my reading down of his text a little bit more and it kind of made me actually think about the work you know exactly yeah yeah think about the context and what he's actually saying a little bit more rather than just buzzing through each panel so totally yeah there was a negative but also a positive to it i thought i thought it was actually quite nice after all those issues that 
you know, they kind of acknowledged quite aggressively that, you know, there's a cost to this, guys. It's brutal out there. Yeah. And the kind of overarching message was, you know, it's it's bad. War is bad, kids. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I thought was quite fitting for the final issue. I should just say, actually, the creators here are Larry Harmer's obviously on script, Phil Gossier's pencils, Scott Cobblish on inks, uh, Chai on colours, and Vicky Williams on letters. Did you feel like I actually wanted a little bit more of yeah. the pit? And I thought that was a little bit rushed. Did you not think, considering it was the last issue, did you I mean, want a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, like the focus is clearly like, you know, it's Snake Eyes and Wade Collins, um, and Snake Eyes and Sean Collins, as I should say. So, like, that's where, that's what he wants to utilise in the story. He wants to have, like, the flashback and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like it's just, if you're just talking about what Snake Eyes thinks about the whole thing, it really does take away from G.I. Joe as a whole. And I know at the time, obviously, Snake Eyes was the more popular exactly. character. And they, they did it. They, they'd even, they even did the G.I. Joe or Snake Eyes featuring G.I. Joe kind of title for a while. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like it does... It, you, if you want to finish on Joe, I, I, wanted, I wanted to see them shutting stuff down or maybe even going mm. on one last mission, I thought would, be, would have been really, really good. But maybe include... I mean, had they known... That it was ending, um, rather than like the last issue when they knew it was ending. Had they known a little bit more in advance, I think Larry probably would have done like a four or five or maybe even six issue build up arc that, yeah. that included pretty much every everyone on the current roster. As it was, I think he was kind of blindsided. He's like, "Well, what can I do that's that will you know kind of appease all this? What can I do in a short period of time in one issue?" And I think this kind of deals with it. But like, yeah, like I think you said, context, I would definitely prefer more of the Pit and more of the Joes. Yeah. I think well, in, what is in the context? context? Well, in, in the con, what I mean is in the context of Larry finding out last minute that he only had one issue to go. I think he's probably done a good job with just one issue to go. So can you just describe what was the landscape then? They literally said, we are not shifting enough of these. We're shutting you down. Next issue. Go. I Pretty guess much. So, yeah. Let me just have a look in the issue one. That's brutal, isn't it? Although well, he, I'm, I'm sure it didn't come as a surprise. In the back no, of 154, no. in the back of 154 it says a message from Mike, who's the editor, and it says, Yo, Joes, hope you enjoyed our double guest stint, because there was guest writers for 153 and 154 uh, here in the pages of G.I. Joe. But have no fear, rabid ones. Lethal Larry Harmer returns next issue in an unforgettable story featuring Wade Collins, not seen since issue 43. Although that mm. we know that that was actually wrong. He did appear in the 90s. But that even that doesn't suggest that it was the last issue. Well, this is the thing. I think um, Larry's actually spoken about this in panels in the past where he said that he had to rejig the story. Like this was just yeah. going to be a you know an issue a standalone issue that he wanted to t- so he wanted to do and then obviously with it being the last issue he had to kind of rejig the the landscape that's why it feels like a bit of a shoehorned in yeah almost like a yeah like it doesn't feel natural that just because no. snake eyes and sean collins are having a conversation that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the end of gi joe so that kind of it doesn't feel natural does it yeah i wonder if the sean collins snake eyes story was going to be the whole issue with none of the closing down of the pit. Yeah, um, t- totally. And then Larry's had to... He doesn't want to get rid of that whole Sean Snake Eyes bit, so he's he's put in just a few pages of the pit closing down. Yeah, but uh, he, kind of, he kind of worked it in that, you know, like uh, Stalker's coming to give the letters out and the, yeah. they're kind of decommissioning the pit and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it just I feel like 
when I read this the first time, it was after the fact. I didn't get this on, at, the, at the time. But when I read this um, during, you know, when, when I first read it, I actually was, like, quite cut up about it. But when when I reread this um, recently to, for the, to do the show, I didn't feel as I did back then when I was all... I kind of just felt like I was seeing things for the first time almost and kind of going, oh, yeah, it doesn't... This doesn't feel necessarily right. It doesn't feel like hundred percent like it should be the last issue. So yeah, I, I definitely ha- have a bit of a mixed emotion over it. Yeah, I think I was after something a little bit more poignant from some of the other Joes. Yeah, I, I wanted more dialogue. Yeah, big fr- time from other people. Yeah, towards I, the end, I do like that bit where uh, Stalker has got the mailbag and he's going to the pit and Spirit's like a uh, password and. <laughs> The password is sesquipedalian, and I looked it up because over the last few issues, Larry's been put, especially for mainly for Cobra Commander. In fact, only for Cobra Commander, he's putting in lots of long, yeah, winded crazy words vocab. and yeah. phrases that, that that I don't really understand or have heard before. And so I looked it up. Sesquipedalian means someone who uses overlong words. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Uh, brilliant. Um, actually, Wade, we see Wade here in some kind of street civilian clothes. So is that enough of a fashion G.I. Joe change for the jingle? Yes, it is. Armani, Prada, Versace too. Joe's changed their outfits from black to blue. Duke and Hawk, look, but don't gawk. Changing their kit. Whoa, is that legit? Swapping camo jackets, headgear and boots. It's now neon colours and funky space suits. Sci-fi stalker and even Roblox. While Bill, Flint and Mutt gave me a shot. So go take a walk if clothes aren't your passion. Because it's comic book talk and lovely G.I. Joe fashion. There it is. There's the jingle. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and what did we think overall of Sean comes across as someone who has got honour and you know good morals and wants to be an upstanding citizen and he's talks about slackers around him and there's there's actually you I think there's a there's a when he's writing the letter there's a guy on a phone with a sweater kind of tied up over his back I think there's a stockbroker just like you Ben. <laughs> oh, it's Bud Fox. Yeah. Damn it! Uh, and he's talking about all these guys who are only interested buy, in money. Buy, buy, sell, sell. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, obviously, Sean will play a big part in the IDW continuation yeah. of this. Currently, he's in. He's at the moment. Spoiler alert: He's in a story called Snake Hunt, which you have right. to say very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he is the new Snake Eyes. Am I right or not? He's yeah, he's a character called Throwdown, um, but okay. um, he dresses in Snake Eyes gear to right. uh, to convince Cobra that he's the original Snake Eyes. Okay. They're, they're not aware. I'm about yes. I'm about I'm going to say twenty five to thirty issues behind, so I still get them all monthly. But um, okay. I just I'm just waiting for a massive reread. Well, you know, you can wait till we actually do that episode in thirteen years' time. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, I I think in the new year I'll when we finish off this I will actually do a personal start off at one five five and a half and do a personal reread over like a month all the way up to present day i think cool uh, very personal anyway um and then snake are we happy with kind of snake eyes reply he he like you said benny i think so because what's the other i mean i think it would be a bit strange if he went the other way yeah i mean larry like do it buddy larry yeah it's great I, obviously i've learned so much i've killed forces. so many people it's amazing yeah larry <laughs> obviously served in the armed forces but he is obviously a pacifist chicks dig so, scars that kind yeah, of thing yeah so i think it went you know the way there's a brutal panel in there when he's showing some dude just getting blown apart oh. and his skin is flaying oh, off i know <laughs> it's like oh 
War is hell. And interestingly, we haven't really seen much inside the mind of Snake Eyes in 155 issues. There was that... Inside yeah. Snake Eyes <laughs> mind. <laughs> there was that early... Vacuous. There was that early issue. I think I'm going to say it's issue four, Operation Wingfield. Remember that one, Ben, where yeah. the Joes mm, go in, there's some drill instructor, and he's um, training up some sort of... Paramilitary army kind of thing. And yeah. Snake Eyes is writing in a diary. He's outside the perimeter fence in a tree... And he says something like, "Whoever I forget who the other Joe is, but he yeah. calls him sloppy or whatever. He calls him noisy. And he's writing yeah. in the font that kind of Sean's using here, kind of italic fonts. Mm. Um, and you get a little peek very, very briefly into Snake Eyes, what he's thinking. But apart from that, we don't really get much at all from, from what he's thinking all the way up to 155. So it's kind of nice to yeah. get inside yeah. his mind a little bit. Yeah, because you kind of, uh, it's, it's always, whenever there's like a, a scene with Snake Eyes, it's always the other character that's like having to do all of the work dialogue-wise. Like, you know, it's usually Scarlet who's yeah. got like 500 word balloons on a page just because she's trying to have a conversation with somebody and answer them at, and answer for them at the same time. It's always like a very difficult thing with Snake Eyes, isn't yeah. it, in comics? And he, he kind of ends it off nicely because he, he, he says... Expect to see the worst that humanity has to offer. Nastiness to the nth degree. Vileness, meanness, total despicable cruelty and unspeakable inhumanity. Expect to see the best that humanity has to offer. Selfless bravery, compassion, honour and dignity in the face of sure death. So Yeah, you're going to see the best and the worst there. Yeah, yeah. In the old war. And then, as we've commented on, you only get a couple of pages of the pit closing down right at the end with, um, you know, the folding of the flag, the saluting and... Um, one another thing I did like uh, when they that always say, reminds me of the Simpsons, where the embassy's getting taken over in Australia, and the two Marines fold the flag up and then they eat it. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I am still thinking about doing a complete Simpsons rewatch. Oh, it's it's on Disney Plus, isn't it? Um, is it? Yeah, it is. They're yeah. all available on Disney Plus, but I think everyone's flipping out because they've the early seasons. Oh, they, yeah, they're they... in four three, but they've they've cropped them. <laughs> <laughs> like, zip, or, zoomed yeah, in so it's basically just Homer's nose right. <laughs> I think I've got the so first true. six on DVD so, so I'm right true. there so true um, yeah. the other, the, one other thing I want to touch on here is when Stalker is dishing out the mail in the pit mm. uh, and he's like I've got a letter for Snake Eyes and I'm looking at the letter and it just says the address on the letter is Snake Eyes G.I. Joe team postbox the pit yeah, that's he, it <laughs> amazing he lucked out that that got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be a secret obviously facility. Obviously, postbox the pit. Postbox it's... the pit is the letter's name. The yeah, name yeah. Of the letters page. And then did Snake Eyes sneak into that poor kid's bedroom and put it under his pillow? <laughs> oh, what, he didn't return? post it, did he? The he snake, the it. Snake Eyes fairy. Oh, yeah. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> The 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 skin fairy is what snake eyes would be. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what are we saying overall on this issue? How are we yo joing it? Well, uh, well, I'm interested to see what you, I actually got a few questions for you guys on the kind of last sort of seventy odd issues from Better where I, I sort of question. came out. Because <laughs> basically, I've been listening to you know I listen to a lot of YouTubers and stuff and pop culture things, and GI Joe actually pops up quite a lot at the moment because they're doing this. Hasbro making this Snake Eyes film. And literally, universally, everyone says the same thing. They're like, oh yeah, but if they make it like the um, like that original run, you know, issues 1 to 60. Everyone says 1 to 60, 1 to 60. No one really references anything past that. Yeah. So, 
Was it? How do you feel about that? You know, the second end of that run, chief. How's it been for you? Well, if I'm looking at the the our uh, every story ever, every Joe story ever list, and mm. and how many of the top sort of twenty stories we've got that feature from yeah. the back half, um, Chris. His very top choice with a ten out of ten is actually issue eighty five, which is okay. which is a the second silent issue after issue oh, yeah, after issue yeah. twenty one. Uh, this is this is um, it's called SFX. Okay, uh, I think I've got. And what about I've yourself? Got, I've got that number ten, but that is a that is a cracking issue. So there were there was good stuff, and even uh, Chris has got on his fourth best. He's got ninety. Oh, I guess. Chris doesn't have the first 70 ranked here yet, but we've both got issues 97 to 100, very high, which is the return mm-hmm. of Cobra Commander. Yeah. I guess it's, pro- I think what people are more referencing is a kind of overall how the IP mm-hmm. was changing and, and being managed. Yeah, I don't think just, it's... A, just I even, think... From a vis- even from a visual standpoint, yeah, yeah. you know, the sort of the colour palettes. Yeah, I think you that know. first half is always going to be considered better, and I think probably mm. rightly so. I mean, you know, when we're not saying there's bad artists on the back half, but when you've got the likes of Mike Vosberg, Frank Springer, Rod Wiggum, Ron Wagner, uh, yeah. and D. Bright on those first, you know, I think a lot of, of it has got to do with. Issues. I think a lot has got to do with the kind of iconic nature of that second version of Snake Eyes and how the first one where he's the commando and he's got the goggles is kind of like, you know, kind of a little bit like, you know, yeah, it's Snake Eyes, he's cool. But then when that second version came out with the visor and timber and all of a Mm -hmm. sudden he's a ninja commando, it's like he kind of went up another level. And the way he was drawn in that era as well was just, you know, he looked so bad. In that that get yeah. up, and that has another, always been going to pour another Coco Canoe. <laughs> that has oh. always been for him, like his ultimate version. Like everyone just always defaults to that as their favorite. Yada yada yada. Now, yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. I think the fact that during that time when he had that upgrade, Larry was doing the Arashikagi backstory and how that really impactful. Issue 21 with, you know, all all of the secrets are kind of coming out. You start seeing the tattoos and, you know, the, the links there with Storm Shadow. All of that stuff was kind of happening. And that is the, the thing that sticks with people because it was so impactful and, and deep, changes deep the game. And yeah, yeah, big time. And it, was, and it was well written. And even though Larry, like he said, was doing it, you know, just like making that as he went in like really short kind of periods of time... He was, I think he was feeling it big time at that point, And that was where it was yeah, like rolling so. really smooth, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> it feels to me like it was all baked in. For, yeah. You know, even though maybe he was making it up on the time, it was, de- he must have been planning that stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because it runs deep. I, th- I think, I think for me, one of the turning points was the shift to, okay, fine. Larry was always at, kind of at the mercy of Hasbro to a certain degree, but having to fit the, the figures and the vehicles mm. in but very early on they're they're kind of very much a military style vehicles or figures and then yep. when it when it got to, and because i wasn't really a toy collector past the first couple of years when i started seeing in the comics these vehicles which to me maybe didn't make any sense story-wise mm-hmm. and kind of outlandish i know chris you're a massive fan of version two roadblock and version two zartan whereas potentially i'm not yeah but i think that's probably inf- you're influenced by the toys i guess a lot whereas i, mean, I didn't I'm... have that as an influence and i was like yeah this isn't straying too far away but chief i think you've mellowed 
big time. Because back in the day, you were coming around my house and you were throwing those snake eyes when they started calling it snake eyes and, and when they had... Tran- you were fuming. The snake you barely, well, when they renamed you, you it Snake Eyes even, and Ninja Force. You, you had all but checked out. Yeah, I, mean, I think so, maybe. And I think well, I was a kid and I was loving it and <laughs> you were killing it for me. I mean, you were basically just saying it's trash. Like, you know, uh, the... The ones that really <laughs> ticked you off yeah. were the um, is it the eco warrior sort of range they did not eco uh, sludge warrior what? yeah yeah the eco yeah, warriors, warriors. is yeah, it yeah, eco yeah. warriors yeah. so now that sent you over the edge I bet they're your favourite thing I've done now. I've done a one eighty love the I love it he loves I that love it. yeah and and also you've done a one eighty on Sepentor because you hated Sepentor yeah I don't remember I, loved him. I don't remember hating him but you're right I do I, I'm a massive fan of the character now but I don't See, remember I flipped hating him the other way right. And that's what surprised me about reading them again is when you're just bashing them out and you're just reading them, you know, not waiting a month for, for the next issue, you actually realise that Serpenta was so brief. Yeah, he, he was. was. He Very really was. brief. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you there's even when he's actually around, yeah. there's so many issues where, that he's not even in. I think for me, like, because I was watching the cartoon as well and that was like a, that yes. was a huge thing for me and obviously yeah, Arise of Pentor Arise was on VHS so that was like replayed over and oh. over again. He had, because he had such an extensive time period on the cartoon, I felt yes. like the comics... Rather than it just being like thinking, because like, this is the other thing, it's what you know as a kid, that nostalgia and that kind of feel. That's coming back to your point about the Snake Eyes thing. I personally love, you know, Snake Eyes as a character, but I don't think necessarily they should go back to what Larry did in the comics as a movie kind of format. Because, like, as much as I love that, like, I, I know that, you know, it might be a good idea to do something different, different fresh, something that reinvigorates yeah. the brand, etc., etc. And, you know, they. to be honest, they've tried reinvigorating that story many, many times over in comic form, in cartoon form with Renegades and uh, Resolute and all the different kind of versions of the cartoon that have kind of been out since. So, like, I feel like they've tried it and it hasn't necessarily always worked. They've rejigged it a bit here and there. You know, and they, they did it again in the films, in Rise of Cobra and Retaliation. They, mm. they redid that whole... Arashikagi, Storm Shadow, Blood Brother thing. But I don't think they doubled down on nostalgia quite enough to get the kind of OG... Well, well it was also garbage involved. as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm interesting that I don't think they're going to be able to get away with casting a sort of an American for Snake Eyes, do you? If they... <laughs> well, I don't the, know, I just imagine that they wouldn't be able to do that now. It's Henry Golding is going to be Snake Eyes, isn't he? So. Um, oh, they've done the casting. Yeah, and he's, um, he's an Asian actor, so ah, British okay. Asian. So he is, yeah. So he's going to be Snake Eyes. Yeah. And, and again, like, I'm I'm quite for that. I want to see something fresh, something new. And if it's good, I mean, the, the important thing is if it's good, I'm I'm down. Like if it because this is the thing for me. I'm I'm very much, yeah. I come at it from a toy angle because I'm an adult collector, and I know that if we go back to Transformers and look at them. The movies, which I'm not, I'm, I like the first one, but the rest of them are pretty much, you know, utter dog for Did me. Did you like Bumblebee? Yeah, I love I love Bumblebee. Yeah, but, see, I love Bumblebee. But the, the film aspect has pumped so much money into the Transformers brand, billions, that they've been able to do Masterpiece, and they've been able to do Siege, and, Cy- and War for Cybertron, and all this kind of stuff. So, for me, it's like the adult collector, or the, the, the adult nostalgia kind of guy is covered 
in so many different ways and just because the 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 film doesn't tick the boxes but it's successful it's like great we get all this other cool stuff that kind of comes along with it so i'm i'm looking at the, the joe brand being successful in order to cater for all this other stuff that we can get as adult collectors and and that's from a from that perspective i think that that's that's a that's a bonus now i'm only if the film is good and successful that's all i care about if if it's not for me i'm not that fussed like i'm i don't worry i'm covered in other ways so that's kind of how i see it in that that sense i actually quite like that the ip has just you know not disappeared because i know that gi joe is st- still doing stuff but i like to look back at it and i'm quite glad that it's not necessarily in the sort of zeitgeist yeah anymore yeah because it's all about nostalgia for me and i, I and sometimes i quite wish that um other things like i wish that star i was like maybe it would be really cool if star wars they never did anything after jedi and yeah. we'd be talking about it so differently. Yeah. Maybe the, the same way that I sort of feel about G.I. Joe now. Yeah. So I'm not bothered, you know, yeah, it's like they could still do it, but it's really the, the toys and, and the old school nostalgia that I'm kind of getting stuff from. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Anywho, Yojo Cola. Uh, yeah, what were Yojo in this issue? <laughs> 155. Go on, Ben. <clears throat> seven. Solid seven from Ben. Uh, Chief, I think I am... You just ask yourself that. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, I think, Chief, uh, I am going to give it a... I did like it. I did like it. I think it was... I think Larry did a good job with the limited time he had, and I actually thought it was... Whereas the last kind of stretch of issues have been kind of a little bit jokey, a little bit comedy, I thought it was, you know, a good reflection on, you know, war as a whole. So I am going to also give it a seven, probably a high seven. Cool. I'm going to go with 6.5, just to be a... 6.5... Also, are we not doing awards? Uh, But right now, you are correct. We are doing some awards. And it is the last award show for Real American Hero.